Hi, I'm Fox San Antonio's Jessica Headley. And I'm Ryan Wolf. Our, our greatest, greatest responsibility, responsibility is, to is to serve our, our Treasure Valley communities. The El Paso Las Cruces communities. Eastern Iowa communities. Mid-Michigan communities. We are extremely proud of the quality, balanced journalism that CBS4 News produces. But we are concerned about troubling trying to one-sided news stories plaguing our country. Plaguing our country. The sharing of biased and false news has become all too common on social media. More alarming, some media outlets publish these same fake stories without checking facts first. The sharing of biased and false, false news has, has become, become all too common, common on, on social, social media. media. More alarming, some media this is extremely dangerous to our democracy. 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 Welcome to The Machine, everybody. I am your host, Mario Parrish, with my co-host, Lee Wilson. Journey with us into conspiracy theories and the unexplained. Welcome, everybody. I am here with our fill-in co-host, possibly a new addition. We'll see how this goes. Um, we're going to call him Jeffro. Jeffro, how you doing? Good, Mario. How you doing? I'm not doing too bad, you know weather's warming up it's uh getting nicer outside people should be outside i feel but uh you know we'll see how things go with that too well it's it's good for you to go ahead and get your vitamin d right and, and the sun's the best thing for for vitamin d so even if you're just getting out into your backyard and doing a little bit of gardening yeah running around a little bit yeah try Fresh. to stay healthy fresher never hurts and when you're inside and you're breathing in um, you know, just the damp, stagnant, stagnant, you know, and I'm sure people are passing gas in their house and they're sucking that in too. That's all right. a factor. Fresh oxygen is always good for the body. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what we're going to be talking about in this episode here is the media. Um, because everything we're going to be touching base on in any of these episodes is going to be. Uh, a lot of speculation, right? Right, yeah. And with the media, I mean, it, it kind of colors all of our experience. You know, um, our points of view, our knowledge of everyday common things going along this, uh, our viewpoints on UFOs, like the subject matter you had in the last couple podcasts. Uh, at this point, people make fun of those who even have a story just because the media portrays it to be a joke. Right. And that was one of the things that I, I do remember saying, I don't know if it was in the last episode or the episode before when, uh, 
you know, we were talking about not just like news media, it's, it's everyday multimedia. And when you talk about TV shows and movies, I mean, look at the movie men in black. Right. I mean, and I'm sh- we're going to do an episode on men in black when it's, you know, it'll happen, but, uh, you know, it's downplayed. So many things are just downplayed by the media to take, uh, the, I, I don't know how to say it, to take the, uh, seriousness out of it. You know, it's like, uh, it's to demean people who have stories. Right. The, right. the media, really, what it does is, whether we realize it as a society or not, it informs us of our opinion sometimes. Um, you know, the media has a lot of power to our everyday knowledge of our surroundings, our environments. Humans have a tendency to, to be confirmation bias, right? You're told one thing, and you seek out that information. And so what the media does, it it's in your ear every day. It's, you know, in the morning, on the radio, on the television. So if they say the same thing over and over and over and over, you become indoctrinated into that ideology. And um, things along the lines of when the media tries to portray the news, one of the famous sayings they have is, if it bleeds, it leads. Mm-hmm. So if they're constantly broadcasting negative news it gives the public sort of a negative image of themselves and that's kind of the idea of how the media can portray definitely definitely agree with you there i mean and one of the things that i did bring up in the past couple of podcasts actually a past few as i do remember is uh project mockingbird i'm always referencing project mockingbird so if you want to lead us into that a little bit, do you want to, do you want to help us understand Project Mockingbird? What is it to begin with? Well, it's along the lines of what we were trying to start with the media and its power to be able to, to influence the, the public. The government recognized that power to be able to influence. And in 1963... Uh, they started a program called Operation Mockingbird. Uh, they said that they only had done this operation for a few months in the year of 1963, but anytime the government finds something successful, chances right. of them ending the program, they're, they're not going to let you know until they wanted to classify it themselves. This information with the Project Mockingbird was released in 2007 by the CIA in a report called The Family Jewels when they admitted the few months of operations. And in Mockingbird, basically they were planting agents and those agents were going to news media, newspapers, uh, television media, and planting fake stories to see how the public was responding to those and then to see if they were getting the desired results basically a project like a propaganda project right so manipulation through through media it's it's, right. it's manipulating if, or even fabricating you know certain stories through the media um so this was declassified in 2007 
2007. Okay, so one of the things that I find interesting is they come clean, the CIA comes clean and says, yes, this was a project. Uh, It only lasted a few months. It's kind of hypocritical. Believe us because we lied to you and we kept this lie. And now we're just telling you a little bit about it. Well, there had had to have been information leaked somewhere. So they, they couldn't just sit on their hands. They had to come out and say, yes, there was a program called Project Mockingbird, but it only lasted a few months. Take our word for it. Okay, come on, guys. It's not that bad. It's We don't see it in every commercial we watch. Listen, I get marketing. I understand that. We all do a bit of it. There's a piece of it done for this podcast alone. But there's a difference between marketing and trying to sell something as you know, like a product or a commodity versus trying to sell people a lie for agenda driven gain. Right. Right. Well, absolutely. And, and, and basically what this was, this wasn't trying to sell product. This was planting fictitious stories purposefully in an attempt to see if the public was willing to accept that information when it was given to them through the media, which is different than advertising. Right. Advertising and, an actual product that you can use. Right. And I do believe we, we heard from uh, when we watched the uh, CE5 documentary. Right. Excuse me. Um, one of the former CIA agents that they had on there. Richard Doty. Richard Doty had mentioned Project Mockingbird and mentioned its existence from then even till now and had mentioned the manipulation that our government or the CIA has had on the movies we watch, the shows we watch. It's not just the news media, which, I mean, clearly, I mean, he comes out right out in this documentary and says, yes, the news media is paid to cover stories in a a light that fits the agenda. If there is a story that isn't covered um, and it hurts the agenda, they're to squash it immediately. Right. And I don't want to go completely on on the negative side of this. They're, They're also, with propaganda, they're trying to disseminate some information through this as well. Uh, if anybody has the belief that they're trying to have a disclosure project, if there is a disclosure project with people in the know about things like extraterrestrials, there's there's an idea that they're using the media to slowly condition the American public into the idea of the belief of aliens before they actually release the information. Um, it's just the fact that if you're using the media in that manner, it comes across as sketchy because not all the information is being released for our benefit. So you can use propaganda like that in a positive way as well as a negative way. We're just right now focusing on why would you be that, you know, that why would you use the negative side right. of that story, you know? Right. So, I mean, it's like when you hear mom or dad at some point in your life, that was a good lie. There's good lie, bad lie. Right. Right. Which I don't know about you, but I mean, you and I, I, we seem to be on the same uh, 
wavelength for you know for the most part a lie is a lie it doesn't matter if it's a good lie or a bad lie it's still a lie right you know like the santa claus lie right if if you have children you lie to them for a positive reason but eventually when they find out there is a bit of a trauma that the child experiences sure and it's and you know a small you know small part of their childhood is you know, well, why would my parents lie to me all this time? I can't believe it. And even though they get over it pretty easily, you know, the second you're lied to, now you become you skeptic. Know, skeptic. You know, you're, yeah. you're wondering what else are they lying about. So you lose confidence in that authority figure, which is sort of the same thing here. You know, right. with the media and, uh, you know, the CIA, if they're willing to go ahead and use this medium to go ahead and, and plant ideas and suggestive thoughts what else are they doing and that's really the the basis of the question what what all are they hiding right. what are what are they all why why are they trying to lead us over here as you said in one of your earlier programs you know looking the one hand and while the other hand is doing something else why why is that that way you know, they, they've got something bigger that they're trying to hold closer to their chest. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, one of the one of the things that we were talking about Santa Claus and the lie and, you know, the trust is, you know, it, it's now questioned as it should be. Right. You know, even if it is a good lie, it's questions because now you you just lied to me. Right. Right. How do I know what you're telling me now is the truth or if it's not the truth and it's not just adults that are being lied to it's children as well uh and the things that they see read and hear and whether it's in school or they see in movies or tv shows um like spongebob or oh my gosh disney um we, we can get into a whole thing about subliminals from disney um, and I'm, I, I went back. I actually, Lion King is one of my favorite movies that right. Disney's ever done. And I had the VHS tape, but I had the VHS tape of the Lion King. And in the VHS tape, there's a scene where, uh, after Simba's grown and he's with, uh, Timon and Pumbaa that he just kind of goes to the edge of a rock and plops down and, um, uh, pollen and, and flowers fly up in the air. And you don't think much of it right away. And as a kid, I didn't think much of it. But when I heard about the subliminal message within it, when he plops down and it goes up in the air, it spells out the word sex. Right. Which has been pulled in the digital copies now. You can't find it in the digital copies because once it's been made, you know, clear. Nothing disappears. Well... Not nowadays. Right. So you can find it on YouTube. You can find it on YouTube. You can look it up. Um, but to my point, that doesn't... I mean, Disney's such a huge corporation, right? Right. So not everybody may have had that, that subliminal intent. But somebody no. did. Right. Some, it, it got through the filter. Whatever the filter is. Right. So I, that's one. And I'm thinking, okay... This was like a 90s thing because you hear about the uh, 
the penis in the castle of the little mermaid you could also find that online yeah um and once you're aware of it you can't be unaware of it right it's it's so blatant it's unbelievable right and it's disturbing because I, we we let our children watch these movies and we're thinking okay the veil is there this is this is good stuff am i going to let my kid watch south park or am i going to let my kid watch aladdin which if you go back and you watch Aladdin, there's a subliminal message when uh, Aladdin is talking to Jasmine and you hear somebody faintly whisper, take off your clothes. I was unaware of that. Oh, and it's so creepy when you hear it. If I can find the audio clip, I'll play it right here. I'll plug it in. Leave me alone. <laughs> so how's our little bow doing? Come on, good kids. Take off the uh, down, kids. Uh, so how's our little bow doing? Come on, good kids. Take off the uh, on, good kids. Take off the uh, on, good kids. Take off the uh, on, good kids. Take off the But it is, it, it's really creepy. So like little kids, you know, and we were talking, you know, it, when you're paying attention to something and there's one frequency of it and you hear that audio another different frequency could be playing within that audio that doesn't mean just because you can't hear it your brain's not taking it in oh your your brain is picking up all all frequency all, all frequency it's Absolutely. picking up all input whatever that input is is blatant or not and you know i want to make sure that i make clear I'm not so far on the side that you are, you know, with the media. But I, I do recognize that there are, are some blatant abuses of power. And the question is if there is even one instance of media control. And it's been already proven with the Mockingbird coming out with it. Mm-hmm. The question is why is the CIA feeling like it's okay to do that to the American public? And what are their other motivations? They don't just stop with one program, especially if it's successful. Right. So, you know, going forward, that's where the deterioration comes in the American public not trusting their government officials. And that whole period of time right after World War II, because prior to World War II, you know, everybody was behind the government 100%. You know, let's, you know, Go after the Germans. Let's go after Jap- you know, the Japanese. They they bombed us. You know they were able to have the American public come together and and have a single mission. But for whatever reason, after that period of time, you know, starting with the Kennedy assassination, people started seeing irregularities. They started seeing things that they maybe didn't know. But subconsciously, they didn't. It didn't feel right. And then you have, you know, the Watergate, and and people were starting to pick up on these frequencies, or they started picking up on these, you know, bad vibes or, or whatever it was that they were picking up on. People subconsciously were picking up on these things, and some of that might be this subliminal messaging that the CIA started during that time. They started because. Maybe some of their ideas came from the Nazis. 
Because oh, yeah, the Nazis were, were superior when it came to propaganda. Mm-hmm. They, their ability to... Second to none. Their ability to get their public to believe their BS was unbelievable. Which is when after the war, those who had nothing to do with the concentration camps had such a mental psychotic break for lack of a better term a a, a countrywide psychotic break because they couldn't believe that they allowed themselves to be indoctrinated to the point where they didn't question their leaders and if you talk to Germans even to today they have a hard time coming to grips with what their parents and grandparents and great grandparents did right you know there, there's a scar there right and, and so, that's what we have to be worried of as the American government American public you know if if our government learned from those propaganda tools and that's when some of this stuff really started coming to light we have to be careful that we don't fall into the same trap that the German public turn into and you know that's where we're coming from you know we're not saying everybody's bad in the media Right, you know, we're just saying, question it, and don't consume everything without question. Right. So I, here's where you and I are a little bit different. So I question, I I question with ill intent to believe, because to me, once I've been lied to, on any, on anything, any subject matter, and my even my children know this one. They lie to me. It's going to take a lot for you to get my trust back. But, again, you know, every lie is different. What type of scale is it? Once you're able to lie to somebody, who's to say you couldn't do it again? But what we were talking about, and you were talking about the uh, Nazi-occupied Germany and the propaganda push and how they were able to indoctrinate their people to believe that genocide was acceptable and it was the right thing. Well, Part of that was they didn't believe the genocide was okay. The large mass population had no idea it was going on. They were able to be lied to through the media. You know, a lot of the general public, you know, outside of the soldiers and the SS soldiers, they didn't know what was going on. They had no idea because they were they were being lied to through the government. And that's what I'm talking about. Oh, nothing to see here. Keep right. it moving. You know, well, you know, what's that smell coming from down the road? Oh, it's just a processing plant, or it's just a dump, or it, you know, right. they they were able to turn a blind eye, and I'm not I'm not referencing the SS soldiers. They, you know, they were committed crimes against humanity. Oh yeah, I'm not, you know, referencing those. I'm talking about the people like you and I as Americans. If if we don't question those in power, we don't question why they feel it's okay to use the media to manipulate us. Whether it's just one instance, like you said. Or whether it's a common everyday occurrence. I don't think they do it on a common everyday occurrence. But I do question why it even started in the first place. So now everything's looked at with a slight eye. I look at everything with... Is this really what... you know? It's, with questions. It's, it's difficult to disseminate what's real and what's not. Right. So As it should be. And, and that's that's... As I, I want to be I want to be that guy that believes I, I want to trust well who government. doesn't 
but it, it's it's difficult to do that without questioning it and then right. a lot of times if you looked at some of these YouTube videos and some of these other you know platforms mm-hmm. a large po- large part of the population is just following a lot of them are being what some people might describe as sheeple they just follow without question and that's scary to me oh it's very scary um, especially with what's going on um, right now I, I and I, I've said this many times when you sit back and you look you know certain regulations are being given for what's going on right now to maybe protect people from a virus okay and I'm not going to make the argument for, for numbers or anything right now but I'm just saying how many people were so quick to say yeah we'll do whatever you tell us to this is you you have my interests at hand my best interests at hand you're going to do right by me and i personally don't believe that 100% i don't think anybody and and to the point of project mockingbird and what we've seen we've been lied to for manipulation of an agenda how could anybody possibly sit back and say, yeah, you know what? These are the same people. Yeah, these are the same people that have my best interests at hand. I, at any time going forward, and I, I said this to a friend of mine also. I said, uh, at no point in time should we ever give up our constitutional rights if, if we find anything infringing on those constitutional rights that's when we have a huge problem regardless of the circumstance I don't care if it's a virus or anything else and you can also you know when you, we were talking about Germany Germany did great with their agenda and their propaganda and after the war we're saying you know the CIA comes clean in 1963 with Project Mockingbird. Uh, later on in 2007, yeah, this happened. Why the hell did it take you so long to tell people the truth that you were lying to them? I, something leaked, right? Well, well I mean, it, some classified documents are classified for a 20-year period. I'm not exactly sure on that, but some uh, top-secret files and whatnot, it, they have a certain time frame before they're actually allowed to be disclosed. Okay, I, I believe that's true. So that might be one reason why they took so long to disseminate that information. Right. That's so, not that's not an excuse or or anything. I just I, I think that's true on classified documents. Okay. So, and to that point, is it is it coincidental that they say yes? Back in 1963, such and such happened. Um, did we just did we just adopt? what the Nazis had done. I mean, we, we talk about other things and, and I, I don't want to get into another, you know, covert, but project paperclip. I mean, how many Nazis were not brought to trial and just moved for our gain? We brought them over here and we worked with them. Was this not one of the projects that maybe we adapt? This was something that we may have adapted or adopted, excuse me, adopted from the Nazis as an experiment over the American people. Yeah, uh, the P- Project Paperclip 
that's that's a whole podcast onto itself. There, there's so many moving factors with that. But what you're referencing is us taking scientists from Germany, high-profile scientists, bringing them over and not prosecuting them like we did other other people and, and the top part of the government, even though they might have been part of some of the projects over there in Germany. I mean, we could dig yeah. a little bit further. Yeah. We, we could talk about... It, yeah, it, it's it's a very crazy scenario. You know, how much... How much of the of our space program was created by Nazis, right? I mean, we could dig even further into that. I mean, NASA was created, right, from the scientists that came from Project Paperclip, right? right. So, and we know the you know the, the scientists that came, they they've done horrific things, like just horrible, horrible, horrific things to uh, you know peoples, animals, and you know just just for scientific gain, you know, just to find out, maybe to study. Um, but they were horrific, horrific experiments that they that they had done. What type of government says, yeah, you know what? We could use you. Yeah, that's scary to think. Right? That, that's really scary to think about. Uh, one of the, the facets as to why I think we were able to start utilizing the media so much, though, around that time was the American government, not only just the American government, but the Nazis also found this to be the case. That coincides with that that time frame, 40s, 50s, 60s, when televisions started making their ways into the living rooms of the common everyday person. And it was a constant feed into one's home as to how to think how to what to buy mm-hmm. you know all these different advertisements uh, and they they were able to use it as a tool as a medium just like this is a medium to get information out and with the advent of the television more so than just the radio you know the visual stimuli they they realized was a, a easy hack into the brain right and it was almost when the television came out, it was almost, you know, it was almost accessible to everyone overnight. And I use that term loosely, but it happened. I mean, it just, it went from nobody having a television to pow, you know, there's, there's TV now. People went from radio to gathering around a radio and listening to, you know, a show to now you can watch right. as well as listen to a show, but they made it so accessible to the American people that Almost everybody had a television within, what, a year or two? It was almost immediately. Everybody had one. Right, and I don't have any concrete numbers to say this, but I would imagine the number one rated programs at the time, especially with there only being two or three broadcasts, would be the 6 o'clock news. Right, when everybody came home from work, they got that news. They got that local news or that national news. Uh, Walter Cronkite-type information. And again, I'm not not so much on your side with everything is bad, but it does leave itself. Uh, it does leave itself to be bastardized at any moment whenever you have that kind of access to the American public. So it is a medium that is very easily manipulated, and that's that's where I question. You know, sure. I and I'm, I'm you know like we were talking earlier. 
I don't mean to say that as the anchors or, or anybody at the radio stations or, or television stations are the ones doing it, but it's the puppeteers behind them. You know, it's it's the small few, the small elite saying, hey, we're not going to broadcast that. We're not going to broadcast this. Make sure you sell this product on your advertisements or you're not going to get, you know, funding. Right. And, you know, make sure you keep this person out of your mouth, you know, make sure you keep that person out of your mouth, make sure you keep, you know, this project quiet, you know. Yes, there was a military exercise outside of town today, but you don't need to report that. Right. You know, yes, there was, you know, uh, increased, you know, operation somewhere, but we're going to keep this under wraps. Oh, well, it's news. We want to report it. Well, if you report it, then this is going to happen to you. And that's right. that's the easy manipulation that can happen. The question is, how big does that go? And that's... When which, it comes to media, that's the scary part. Right. And which a lot of the things that we're going to do in future podcasts is all going to come back to... Uh, how much how much is to be believed how much is speculation how much should you believe i mean now that we know and we do know that you know even if what they claimed was a 3 or 4 month project that the cia had come clean with oh you know, this only lasted 3 or 4 months we were lying to you and we were trying to manipulate your minds that's all right what what Exactly. It's the preposterousness, preposterousness of the idea of thinking that they had the ability to do that, and then they put it in practice. Right. That if they were willing to do a project like that, as crazy as it sounded, mm. and they felt that they had success, did that make them believe that they could come up with other stories? You know, did that make them believe that they could come up with other projects? Say, hey, well, this worked. Let's try something else. And you don't know where where that rabbit hole starts and ends. Right. So one of the things that we do have is, is the uh, Freedom of Speech, right? Freedom of Speech Act is what we have. It's one of our amendments. So one of the, another thing is you look at, like you were saying, um, the media, the news anchors, you know, they're just... They're the puppets. They're being told, "Hey, report this, report this, do this, say this." If you don't, you know, if you put this in a bad light, you're gonna lose your job or possibly worse. Right. Who knows, right? So when you move forward with that, and you're talking about like, okay, like modern times, we have the internet. This is the last real f free speech piece we have because we know through. You know what's been declassified through the CIA of Project Mockingbird that the media has been manipulated through, um, you know, newspapers, you know, movies, news, multimedia. If you watch the six o'clock news or whatever, right. you know. Um, and I'm not just saying, you know, you hear all the time fake news. It's Donald Trump, <laughs> CNN fake news. It's not just CNN that's fake news. I, I, that's what I'm saying. You lie to me once, you're all fake news. Right. And I said this to somebody else who I made an argument with on um, 
Facebook, which, by the way, I'm having an issue with Facebook right now because they keep pulling things down from our group page. Really? Saying it's not. Oh, yeah. I had one of their uh, one of their people contact me and say, this is not fact. Uh, therefore, it can be not sh- It cannot be shared. As to which I replied, who's fact checking? You never you don't know. Right. Your people. The Facebook people? I mean, we can... And the other thing is, you're not, you're not claiming to provide fact-based right. information. This is right. a conspiracy podcast. Right. So some of the subjects that we come across, some of the subjects that you discuss, we're just speculating on those subjects, and we're saying, okay, what do you think about this? Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Which, you know... Whether it's fact or not, it's entertainment based. It doesn't need to be fact, right? So, so why they would pull? They're they're looking at you as almost or or the website as a piece of reference material, and it's not reference material. It's material where we're we're trying to get to the root of, of the truth by postulating questions. What do you guys? Yeah. out there think about this subject what do you guys what's your opinion and this is our opinion um this is what we've seen floating out there is there validity to this for them to come and say well this isn't factual well no shit <laughs> right right <laughs> we're not saying it's factual we're, we're posting it saying what's your guys's opinion on it don't don't right. why are you saying that we're trying to disseminate facts we're not trying to disseminate facts we're trying to have a an adult conversation about some of the fringe aspects of our day-to-day lives. So let's discuss these issues and get the opinions of people out there. It's very curious that Facebook made the claim that it's not true, so we need to take this down. As far as I know, you've in describing the premise of this podcast, you never told me this was all journalistic fact. Right. And it, it's not, it's, it's not, you know, that's why theory is in the name. Um, whenever the video was posted, it was a video that challenged, um, the origins of the current virus. So it was a video that challenged that. Um, but again, you know, to your point, they said, well, this is in fact, we're pulled down. Well, I'm not saying it's fact. I, I, we're we're leaving just what we're doing here on the podcast. We're leaving, you know, pieces of breadcrumbs. Hey, you know, take a look at this. Take a look at this, and then you make up your own opinion on what you see. Some of this stuff, and we've talked about this many times, and the many things we're going to cover, is just to you and I, way too coincidental to be having absolutely no truth to it that doesn't mean that there aren't certain parts of it that may not have truth to it but right. that's something that we're leaving for our listeners for people who follow us on the group page for the people who go onto the websites which by the way we try to whenever we talk about something we try to leave those pieces on the website on the group page so people can make up their minds 
for themselves. Right. And that's what people really should do. It's, you know, hey, take a look at this, take a look at this, take a look at this. This is a little too coincidental, but hey, you figure it out, you make up your mind. Don't let people tell you what you should be thinking. Hmm. You're I, perfectly capable. I, I had no idea that you were having issues with Facebook. That's... Make no mistakes. This is not a fact-based podcast. This is an entertainment podcast. Jeff was leaving right now. He's out of here. <laughs> no, no. Um, we're trying to entertain people with our ideas. And some of the aspects that we see out there and just give our opinions whether you want to hear our opinions or not but what would be most enjoyable is having a forum like what you should be able to have on facebook is have a bunch of like-minded people come together and say huh we've had same questions about these issues you know whether it be ufos or the coronavirus mm -hmm. or at this point you know this being your third subject media what are you guys out there in the public you know, what do you guys think? You and I were two people. We don't have the time or the information or available to us to go out there and find everything. And hopefully through discussions through this podcast, we could be illuminated to other information. Absolutely. You know, so to have somebody like a Facebook, not attack, but question why you posted something and use the excuse of, Hey, listen, this isn't factual. Well, they're missing the whole point. Right. We're not saying it is. Right. And I get, you know, I get it that it's, it's a business. Facebook is a business. It's a privately owned business, yeah. you know. I just want to make it aware, though, that when you get into these things, so many people use Facebook to convey all types of information but when they're le when they're left to take something away you know if i if i pose a question about something and they say hey we're not going to allow this here well i get that okay and that's fine that's your right you're able to do that but let's make it very clear you're biased now terms and service Right? <laughs> Would you like to bypass all these terms and service and just agree? <laughs> I agree. And at the end of the day, that's sometimes what these large platforms want you to do. They they submit. Yeah, submit. You know, and like, it's funny that that's a word that's on the, a lot of these apps and mm. and and uh, you know emails and and all this other technology. They're like submit instead of accept or say okay no it's submit. submit yeah right it's interesting um so maybe we're, we're we're leaning a little more further to that to where we get to the point where it's just like you know what submit or yeah you know don't just say okay submit submit you know it's it's uh and that word has such a power over it doesn't it, does it feel right. like that to you yeah uh you know this might go into other conversations but sure the power of words and how words are accented have certain frequencies when saying those words and the brain has subconscious uh, re receives those certain words like you know the F word it's so emphatic 
you know, why is it so important? It's, you know, and you have the strong F and then you have the strong K at the end. Oh, and it's I see. like, a, it's a frequency, you know, and yeah. it's a subliminal frequency. So like you said, with the word sub mit, like sub, like, you know, underneath, you know, the sub underneath the water, you got to be underneath the water. You got to go beneath me. And then you've got to admit me, allow me is like submit. There's, there's a flow to the word. Like you said, it's such right. a powerful word. There's a reason why the word is used often in S and M. Yes, absolutely. Well, yeah, actually, actually, probably. I mean, I don't have any proof to that. I mean, you may have some proof to that, but I don't. <laughs> hey, we're all freaks here. Um, <laughs> no, but go, going back to, you know, how does this affect people in their day-to-day lives now? Well, you know, we, we mentioned about the Disney subliminals. And I right. thought, you know, whenever we're talking about it and I'm looking through all these subliminals, I'm like, okay, this happened in the 80s and 90s. You know, and it's happened numerous times. They caught up to it. They stopped it. It's done. Um, they're going to do a better job of filtrating this now. Right. There's not happening. It just no. has not happened. You're seeing it in Pixar movies now. Um, I remember seeing one. It was Monsters, Inc., where Sully comes in through the bedroom door. The little girl has a uh, picture of Mommy being bent over by Uncle Roger. Wow. Uh, yeah, just on the on the wall and I'll have to find that as well but uh, you know in which case once you take that you start to chip away that innocence through a child then when they see these things it's almost like well yeah I've seen this in one of my favorite movies it's a little more acceptable to them which is very very dangerous in my mind yes Um, going you know from what your children are watching I and we talked about Disney but there are other shows that aren't completely innocent I mean let's talk about uh, you know, Spongebob one of my daughter's favorite movies or shows and I which have had movies but I've watched a few episodes of Spongebob too and I like Spongebob right but there are certain subliminal things and they even make light of the fact that there are certain subliminal things that parents can catch on to right away in that show they're right. not necessarily a child can but they don't forget about it like my daughter came up to me uh recently there was an episode when uh he's sitting there spongebob sitting there watching these uh this coral reef and you know all these little algae are moving in a certain way and it's got a exotic tune playing in the background and Gary, the snail, his pet snail, comes around a corner. He grabs the remote, hurries up and changes it. And he says, Gary, I was just watching something else. Gary! Uh, I was just looking for the sports channel, Gary. Like he was caught in the act of watching something he wasn't to quote unquote be watching. Right. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I'm getting you. So there's that as well as, and something, you know, not to get too deep right now, but we will delve into very shortly uh, the next coming episodes. But uh, numerous times we see the all seeing eye and even our children's cartoons, right? Yeah, absolutely. 
and if it's not something, I mean, if if you want to prepare yourself for future episode, episodes to see what the all-seeing eye is, look it up. It's on the back of your dollar bill, for crying out loud. This thing is everywhere, right? Well, I mean, I'm not exactly sure as of this exact moment, but you can also see it's the eye of Horus. Yes. In Egyptian uh, mythology, you know, and I think that's where it started with a lot of Freemasons. Um, of course, uh, you'd have to fa- fact check me on that, but it's interesting what you're talking about. Yes, that that's one of the one of the places you can see it. Right, and I think it's something that goes even further back than the Freemasons. Oh, well, yeah. Well, you were talking about the Egyptians. The Egyptians. Yes. It might even go further than back than that. Right. So, um, but not to get too far off this topic, what we're talking about right, right now in the media, which I mean, that is, gosh, we could go on and on and on and on about it right um but going back to the media and and i use this as what's going on right now and here's why i am so i I question everything that's going on right now because anytime something big happens and i've said it many times i always worry i always worry because our government has been known Mm -hmm. to pass certain things in bills that maybe should not have been passed in and for you know for our listeners all you know wherever wherever you are it's not just something that should be questioned in my mind it's not something that should be questioned here in the united states alone because have we seen it's happened in germany whenever the nazis done it they lied to the public it's not, I don't feel that it's something that's just secluded to this country. I think it's a worldwide thing, really. I mean, this gets into another subject of the elite. Um, Which, and that, that's another podcast, too. But uh, when, whenever, you, whenever you speak of the elite, and we're talking about the 1% of the 1%, we're right. talking about the people who have so much money and so much time on their hands that they're set for their life. Their children are set for their life. So they get bored. You get bored very easily. And they start trying to figure out what to entertain themselves with. And they want to find out what they can get away with, you know. And that that would be human nature. Whether it was you or I, a lot of people are feeling that with the isolation now. You know, there's only so much you can do in the house. Mm -hmm. Um, And it seems that these elite at times, the ones who sometimes are pulling the strings all over this world not just like you said in this country it seems like they go to the darker edges of things rather than the lighter edges of what's going on in the world right they 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 seem to be able to pull strings and 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 manipulate certain things and once you get to that level it's like okay you know who's behind this who's behind that you know what's going on yeah, absolutely. And, you know, like you like you mentioned, the 1% of the 1%. So it's a very small fraction. And when right. we talk about, you know, what the CIA had done or what the, the gov- our government is involved in, that's, that's peanuts. Right. When we're talking about these things, that's peanuts because any, any 1% of the 1% can, for lack of a better term, trump. <laughs> well, yeah, because when you talk about the CIA, we're not talking about everybody in the CIA. When we're talking about the government, we're not talking about 
you know, every person in the government. You know, we're talking about when it comes to conspiracy theories, which is in the title of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Conspiracies only work if it's in small, small groups. Because the more people that get involved in a conspiracy, the more likelihood that conspiracy can be thwarted or, you know, light shine upon it. So when we're talking about the 1% of the 1%, we're talking about the 1% and 1% of the government. We're talking about the 1% of the 1% of the CIA. They're the ones that have the true power and they keep it close to their jet, you know, close to their vest. And they're able to play whatever agenda they're trying to play like chess one person over here and and that's one of the things that you'll find out if you look at any of this information in the in the especially the military this is something that uh, Bob Lazar was talking about when you do these these when when you do these projects they don't give all the information to a large group of people they give like Bob Lazar was talking about he was only controlling the energy of the UFO and another group was in charge of the landing another group was in charge of you know takeoff another group right so when you get to the military or you get to government or you get to these large conspiracy theories people say well how can they get away with this stuff well they can get away with it because nobody knows the whole story right they they, they segment everything mm-hmm. you know Three people know this. Three people know that. Four people know this. Four people know that. And that way, everybody has plausible deniability. Well, I didn't know I was working on that. Well, I didn't know we were working on this. The one person that did know was that 1% of the 1%. Right. Right. And more often than not, if, if there's information, you know, when people start talking, you know, and that's something I also... When we talk about conspiracy theories, it's not a fabricated story. It's it's never really a complete fabricated story. And I'm not saying every conspiracy theory is 100% true. That's not what I'm saying whatsoever. But what I'm saying is it conjured from something. Right. Something caused this theory. Something, you know, like... There was an origin story. Right. So whenever... You know, we hear, you know, certain things, certain things leak, Bob Lazar, you know, Phil Schneider, things like that. Some of these things start to fit together. And that's the confusing part, because if you are in the opposite camp or or another camp than from what you are, uh, with everything is going to hell. (laughs) Um, If you want to try to give people the benefit of the doubt or you want to try to not condemn everybody in the media or you don't want to condemn everything... You find yourself sometimes caught in the middle of, yeah, I don't think this is really what's going on, but boy, there's a lot of coincidence. And how many coincidences uh, coincidences have to accumulate saying the same thing from different resources or different, you know, um, areas of information before you have to give some validity to it? Right. Right, and that's kind of what we're, you know, what we talk about you know the more people talk about it uh, the more they look into it my my son actually asked me because he watches you know different podcasts he's a teenage boy whatever um 
but you know he watches all these other different uh podcasters who have all this uh they have they have this following they've got more of a following right and he says so why are you doing it? what's the point and I, I told him, I said, if, if I can help one person, if we can help one person in everything that we do here, raise an eyebrow to even question what they've been indoctrinated just to believe, just to blindly believe. If I can just help one person question what they've been told, just to ask, okay, why? Right. Then I've done enough that doesn't mean i'll stop right <laughs> i'm not gonna stop no no and you know it's it's important i think um it's you don't want to have a crooked eye towards everything but it is important to question like you're saying if we can get one person to say step back and say hey what's going on and that, that leads to the question of what you were saying with your son why? why? What's going on? Why? Why does it matter? Why? Why do these conspiracy theories matter? Why? Why even attack the subject matter if there's nothing we can do on an everyday level? Which kind of maybe comes to the heart of why we're why are we doing this? Well, mm-hmm. part of that is is knowledge, okay? And we don't have all the knowledge you or I or anybody who might be following this. But if we have a forum where we can question why and through a collaboration of people coming saying, hey, well, I heard something over here, I heard something over there. And then other people are cross-fact-checking that and cross-fact-checking that. In our everyday, day-to-day, how does this thing like coronavirus affect us? Or how does this issue of UFOs affect us? Well, possibly it isn't going to affect you. But if you just assume and allow people to dictate your opinion and dictate Oh, UFOs are crazy. Uh, Bigfoot doesn't exist. There's no crypto animals out there at all. Uh, you know, the government always has our best interest. Well, then you give over your power. You right. give over your ability to, to question authority. And the second you submit, right? <laughs> comes back to the word submit. Mm-hmm. The question you, the, the second you submit, then you lose your power. And we're not, you know, I, I'm a little bit lag. I'm a little bit further on the other side with the coronavirus than you are. I, I want to believe initially some of the things they asked us to do, the six feet, you know, social distancing, the gloves, the mask. I'm fine with that. Um, and I don't believe it's totally giving up everything because I think it's temporary. To be safe, especially for people who have underlying conditions, I think it's it's prudent right. to go ahead and, and take those practices to heart. But the question that you raise, and you've raised to me in private conversations, which I guess isn't private right now, <laughs> you do say, well, where does it stop? Mm-hmm. And to that, I don't have an answer for you. But I would like to believe on some level that there's enough people with our best interest at heart that we don't have to be cynical towards everything. Right? With that being said, I, I wanted to make sure I got that out there. Uh, okay. Um, but the knowledge part, as long as we have this information available to everybody, right, that's how it affects us. And 
like you said, if one person can raise an eyebrow, maybe a second person can raise an eyebrow. And then when it comes to a fact where the information is so bastardized and they're like, well, yeah, we want you to guys go ahead and all stay at home and have a complete shut in. And we're going to have, you know, you know, martial law. Yeah. Okay. We're going a little bit too far, but if you're not aware of some of these things that the government has done in the past, you're deemed to repeat them. Right. So, so you want to go ahead and you want to make sure, Hey, you know, as a collective, we agree you asking us to do these things on these terms to try to make, you know, the best decisions possible. But if you have too many followers and you get to the point where too many people are like, yes, 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 yes. With no pushback, you're wondering, you know, hey. Blind leading the blind. (laughs) Blind leading the blind. Hey, you know, and then that's the goal, you know, like you were saying of the podcast is to open up people's minds, be Mm -hmm. able to start questioning and say, hey, this is some information that I came across. What do you guys think about this information? Do you guys have more information than what I have on this? Right. And so, like, and I'm going to kind of push you on a spot here. So one of the things that you and I had recently talked about was the Patriot Act. Okay. Um, and how the we're, – we're not being one-sided. We're not going left. We're not going right. We're just speaking of what we know here. Well, the Patriot Act – Ever since September 11th, which is when it was enacted, sometime after that, gave the presidential power and gave the president certain powers and, and the government certain powers to take away some of our amended freedoms under the guise that they believe you're a terrorist. And under I, what means, though? Like what through any means, though, right? I mean, through it seems it seems that you get detained without representation for however long they believe they need to detain you. You don't get you know a, a speedy trial. You don't get uh, a trial of your peers. You, you don't get representation. I'm not exactly sure of everything in that act, but yeah, it seems as though they've been able to use the Patriot Act to even attack other countries without provocation. All you need is just a little bit of information saying that somebody might have weapons of mass destruction or, or whatever the case might be. So it's, it's interesting how, when the Patriot Act was passed, how they've gone and used it. Because it seems as though they've used it with very loose terms. For They kind of manipulate the, the, the words to their, what fits their, me- their means. For further gain, for further gain, yes, um, yeah, and and that's why you know I brought that up to uh, to talk about in this podcast, this episode, because we are talking about the media and how things are you know manipulated, and we see these things happen. And when people come into power, more often than not, we see people abuse that power, and when you get into you know, like you were saying, the 1% of the 1%, when you get into a smaller amount of people who all can look at each other and say, yes, this needs to be done, we're going to do it this way, everyone else will follow in order, will make it seem like, you know, A is in a good light when B is actually in a darker light, but it's going to do what we want it to do. Right. 
Um, and so that's where we are uh, right now at the media. And one of the things that I, you know, because we're, we're getting closer, we're right around, mm, I want to say about an hour in. But uh, one of the things I want to kind of go into try to uh, lead into the next podcast is um, we, and I did, I, I posted the video of Out of Shadows, Out of the Shadows, uh, which was a stuntman out of Hollywood. Right. Um, I can't remember his name. It's been a while since I'm I not watched sure. it. Um, but he was on there and he was talking about the the dark darkness of Hollywood. And when we say dark darkness, we mean dark. We're talking dark. dark. Darkness. I'm We're talking dark. We're talking the elite being really bored. Really bored and really sinister. Um, we're talking children coming up missing. And you know, pedophile rings, and, and it goes even darker than that, if you could imagine. But, uh, and a lot of that starts with how these figures, you know, these Hollywood icons are portrayed on TV through the media, um, through their movies. Um, at the same time, we know, and in that, uh, that video that was posted, of the stuntman, because there was two stuntmen, actually. There's two. Well, yeah, the the narrator of the story that, that brings the story to light talks about how he was informed by a director of stunts. Mm-hmm. And it was a stuntman that had worked his way up and become the director of stunts. And, and he... The, the guy who narrates the story was having a hard time believing some of the information that he was being presented. And it was hard for him to swallow some of the information. As you get through the video, he comes to a co-worker, you know, and, and sort of broaches the subject, and he kind of confirms some of his suspicions and even elaborates on some of the information that he knows. And it gets to a point where it gets darker and darker and darker. And right. through through these guys story I'm pausing because it's it's difficult to right to really describe unless you watch the video um, well I mean you and I are talking right now we're right. talking on this podcast and you and I know we've seen the video right we've seen other videos yeah we've seen other celebrities come forward and speak about it yes now absolutely get work Right, they can't find work to, you know, because they've come for some. Well, we've also heard of, and without giving away too much, and some of you people out there might be able to know and guess who I'm saying, but there's actually been child actors who were victims who have come out. Yes, and I I will give away too much. I don't (laughs) care. Corey Feldman, a child actor, has come clean many times. Yes, he and Corey Haim both. I believe... And make no mistakes, the trauma that was caused on these guys, like Corey Haim, the suicide... Oh my gosh. It, it was... I, I can't imagine it wasn't directly a result of this abuse. Oh, absolutely. It had to have been. It had to absolutely. have messed them up. Um, but getting back into the uh, the media part of it, there was also in this video out of Shadow, so we watched, and it has been posted, um, there was a reporter who had different types of evidence on 
different type of you know Hollywood figures, uh, political figures, um, a reputable, reputable reporter who had won awards. Right. Um, when she wanted to come clean with this, she was fired. She was fired, and she was told to be quiet about it. And that's sort of the manipulation of the media. That's that's an easy right. example of what we're talking about. And once once your voice is quieted, then so is you know the sane the sane people. You know the saneness of your mind. If if you allow someone to dictate what you are and are not allowed to believe, if you, if you allow people to dictate what can and can't be written, if what you can and can't broadcast. Then you got to question what's the motivation behind even trying to censor somebody. You know, if, right. if, if you're trying to censor somebody, what's the motivation of the censorship? Well, and even then, it's, you know, you could say, so, oh, you know, we manipulated minds to get him to, you know, I don't know, buy Pepsi or, or purchase more, you know, carbohydrates or, you know, eat less healthy or whatever, whatever it is, you know, whatever it is. There's when you do things like that, yes, yeah, it's, it's still dangerous. But when you have a, a reporter come forward and say, "We know of a pedophile ring. We have evidence of a pedophile ring. I want to do a story on this, and I have everything I need to back it up," and they say no. Well, you would think in a time when newspapers are dying, an editor would take that information and be like front page news right. we've got a 10 page series we're going to release this every sunday and and we're going to save this paper and that wasn't the response that she got no and in a time when newspapers are dying she had this information mm-hmm. and we're talking dates times emails she cross-referenced her information she fact-checked all of it why would that not i mean any editor in charge of a newspaper you would think who wasn't being censored would love to take a story like that and, and sell a million papers if not more so the question is why was the story stopped why why was it not allowed to be printed there there has to be a reason what's the motivation well again for something as big as children being victimized victimized we'll say victimized I mean because oh uh, it's it gets it's bad it's yeah very very bad we'll say victimized when you have evidence that you could save a child even one even one and you say their life isn't worth it not worth more than the agenda whatever it may be right and you know it's hard to go further into it without starting a whole nother podcast but no you know referencing that story to to this certain podcast here those are the those are the pitfalls that you have to be careful of when it comes to media and those are the those are the evidence you know that's the evidence those those are the examples that we have when we're talking about hey the media doesn't always have our best interest in in, in light right mm-hmm. so the, where and when do we figure out 
what information is true, what information isn't. Well, you can't just assume everything is right and just lap everything up that the the media gives to you. You got to question some of it because not all of it is is for our best interest in the public. Right. And so leading into the next episodes, which we're we're going to cover, it's going to get dark. Um, but there's too much to question to just not talk about. Right. Um, and one of the things I do remember seeing uh, was an ABC News reporter, and I have it pulled up right now, but it's the ABC News reporter Amy Robach. Do you remember this? Okay, Amy Robach. Right. She um, she had come, she was, I don't know if they knew if the, the cameras were rolling or not, but she, there's video out there. You can find it, and I will try to, Maybe I'll put the clip on here. I'll see if I can put the clip on here. But uh, she says, uh, she's speaking on the Epstein story. And here's another piece of, you know, the media downplaying something. You know, and I said it many times. The whole Epstein thing, right? Numerous children were victimized, again. And the media has downplayed it to a damn meme. Like, these, these are people... These are lives. These are lives. Right? So she comes clean and says, we knew about this story three years. Three years before it broke. And they silenced her. They said not to report it. I've had the story for three years. I've had this interview with Virginia Roberts. We would not put it on the air. Um, First of all, I was told, who's Jeffrey Epstein? No one knows who that is. This is a stupid story. Um, Then the palace found out that we had her whole allegations about Prince Andrew and threatened us a million different ways. Um, We were so afraid we wouldn't be able to interview Kate and Will that we, that also quashed the story. And then, um, and then Alan Dershowitz was also implicated in because of the planes. She told me everything. She had pictures. She had everything. She was in hiding for 12 years. We convinced her to come out. We convinced her to talk to us. Um, It was unbelievable what we had. Clinton, we had everything. I, I tried for three years to get it on to no avail, and now it's all coming out, and it's like these new revelations, and I freaking had all of it. I, I, I'm so pissed right now. Like every day, I get more and more pissed because I'm just like, oh my god, we it was um, what what we had was unreal. Other women backing it up. Hey, yep, Brad Edwards, the attorney, three years ago, saying like aunt like. We, there will come a day when we will realize Jeffrey Epstein was the most prolific pedophile this country has ever known. And I had it all three years ago. And, and that damage that has been caused since those three years, how many additional children were victimized in that exactly. three years? How many additional lives have been changed forever? And I guess that, that goes to the heart of why I agree with Mario. We do need to question the media. I... I pause. I, I do want to give them the benefit of the doubt most of the time, but to say that, you know, to say that they they don't have people behind the people, to say they don't have puppeteers pulling strings, and to think that everything that comes across the television or everything that comes through any media format, whether it's Facebook, YouTube, whatever, mm-hmm. to accept all that information and think that it's not being somewhat censored would would be just as ridiculous to think that everything we're saying is true so right and i i think i find that more often in you know 
you can tell when somebody I, I use this term loosely you know when people find bliss in ignorance that doesn't mean that we don't think you're capable of knowing or even trying to know exactly what's happening it's that you just simply don't want to the thought of it's the truth it's easier to right. turn a blind eye right so the thought of the truth it's easier for you to block that out it's easier for some people to block that out than face the horrific findings which may be on the other side of that which door. is why i referenced the german population right the german population did the same exact thing and what i would like for everybody to keep in mind the german i, I don't i don't want to speak for german people but Whenever you talk about people from Germany, I've spoken to a few people from Germany, and, and even in movies, you know, you'll you'll see certain movies, and they'll make light of you know the Holocaust, and, and they'll go, oh no, I think it was Beer Fest. I think in the movie Beer Fest, they they made a quick joke about putting somebody in a certain room without leaving. They're oh no no, they they completely go above and beyond trying to make sure that everybody in the world knows they're kind people so there's a stigma still attached to the german people to this day unfairly you know right. these because these people that are, are living there today for the most part had nothing to do with it but because they were they allowed themselves not to question their authority there's this this scar that they have on their past right and, so and, they, and they can't escape it Right. So when you're like when I hear you speaking about this, you're talking about you know the German people, right? It's right. A scar on the past. What what makes the American people so different now? I and mean, that's that's the caution. That's the right. cautionary tale. When just assuming everything in the media is is blissful and yes, you know it's consuming it to the point where oh yes, you know. Uh, Let's believe everything about the coronavirus. And I'm not saying we shouldn't believe a lot of it. But to think that nothing is going on, you, you got to question a little bit. Right. And we'll you know, you just be on your P's and Q's, I guess, whether for lack of a better term. Right. And we're going, and that's one of the things we're here to do. We're here to give you these breadcrumbs for right. you to put together, for right. our listeners to put together. Um, you know, on our group page, on our website, through the podcast. These are things that, and if you don't think, I know we talk about dark Hollywood, right? Right. If you don't think that this exists in other parts of the world, you're sadly, sadly mistaken. Uh, because the reaches are everywhere. Right. Um, and, and, and so, and, and on the Hollywood issue, if you were to ask yourself or if you were to ask us if, if you came in contact with us, why, why does that matter to me? Well, if you're brought aware of what's going on in Hollywood and what some of these people are accused of doing, then where it reaches you is maybe next time you don't go to one of their movies. Maybe next time you don't endorse uh, one of their projects. And slowly but surely if enough people realize what some of these people were doing, whether it's Har 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 Harvey Weinstein, you know, some of the acts that he did, 
as long as they can operate in the shadows, they have the power. Right. But if you don't support them, then they're not going to have the ticket sales. They're not going to have the DVD sales or the Blu-ray sales. And they start to come out of favor. And that's where the power comes, you know, at least on the Hollywood end of things. You know, you, you have, you make your vote with every dollar that you spend. Every dollar you give them is a vote for that person. So as long as you're willing to purchase their, you know, their product, they're going to stay in power. And the longer they're in power, the more abuse they can filter out to, to those who, who can't defend themselves. Right. And that's something that we're, I mean, with the podcast we have going right now, where we're covering the media, and we're telling you why, at the very least, you should question what you hear. Yes. At the very least. And that's all we're saying. Question what you're being told. If you see something on TV or you, you hear a government official on TV or somebody, anybody saying, yes, do this, or yes, this happened, or no, we're going to pass this, or this is happening, ask why. Don't just say, oh, okay. Don't, don't submit. Don't submit. Don't submit. Right? Um, and so with the, with the word of submit... Reminded me of something that I heard once, and I, I can't recite exactly where it came from. But the power of frequency of words, the question, the word why, if you know anything about old Aramaic, the old word for God was Yahweh, which way is very much like why, which is why the word why is such a powerful frequencyed word. So the question why, why? It's right. My man here is he, I mean, he's deep into quantum physics and we're going to get into that. And, uh, it's, it's coming, it's coming. And a lot of Can't these wait. things, all these things that we have, I'm going to say all these things that we have in, in these podcasts in some way or form, they, they're entangled. There's they're a loose thread. Right. And, and when enough threads come together, you get a blanket. And when you get a blanket, you can see a better image, yeah, so to speak. So uh, going forward, so we're 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 gonna end the uh, the podcast. We're gonna get to the end of the podcast here. So if you're taking anything from this uh, this podcast here, it's to you know it doesn't hurt to ask why. It doesn't hurt to do a little bit of research and say, hey, okay, you know, Facebook took this video down. Why? 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 Okay. Don't just say, oh, well, you know, they said it wasn't fact. Well, who said? You know, it doesn't we matter. We didn't say it was fact, fact either. Not. Right. <laughs> it's, it's the information is it's crucial. Information. It's crucial. Well, power is knowledge. Power is knowledge. No better weapon than knowledge. So, and that's what we have, and that's what we, we intend to use in these podcasts. So, uh, moving forward, we're, we're going to get into, um, but uh, I want again. I want to thank uh, Jeffro for coming on the podcast. Well, We're thanks for having me, Mario. For a while, and uh, very, very informative, uh, informative, informative young man. We'll <laughs> I don't know about young, but young enough. We'll say loosely knowledgeable of a lot of stuff. Well, Master of none. Again, you're left to put the puzzle pieces together for yes. yourself. So.
Please, uh, I need help. <laughs> Who doesn't, right? Yes. <laughs> Please help me put the puzzle together. All right, so going forward, we will release a continuing episode to this episode leading into uh, some of the other things we were talking about with Hollywood and uh, the Dark Ring there, as we'll put it for now. Um, There is going to be a disclaimer on future episodes, however. Um, Very, very detrimental stuff I think a lot of people need to hear. And so, continuing with our episodes, we are aiming to release an episode every Tuesday. Um, We're going to be releasing uh, the next episode, which is the continuance to this episode, next Tuesday. We will be recording it here in the next day or so. So, be on the lookout for that. uh, Be on the lookout for any episode, any and every episode, every Tuesday. We will do our best to make sure that these are uploaded. Um, But until next Tuesday...